Hello and welcome to the Divine Discovery Podcast. I am your host, Deja, and I am here to share about all things holistic health, well-being, conscious movement, mindset, manifesting, spirituality, self-confidence, and soulful business. So you can transform into the best version of yourself, bring your dreams into reality, and discover your divinity. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi guys and welcome back to the Divine Discovery podcast. On this today's episode, I have my beautiful friend, one of my besties and soul sisters, Kristen, on today from the Freedom System Movement. And as you can see by the title, we are talking about transforming from your victim consciousness to creator consciousness. And this is going to be a very juicy, possibly triggering, mm. um, maybe a bit spicy episode I'm not too sure where it's going to lead we have no idea where it's going to lead either so come along for the journey with us through what this conversation is going to turn into um, but Kristen is one of my beautiful friends and she is just a natural born leader she is amazing she always has like the vision and can execute on that vision always and she's such a big inspiration for me um but I without further ado I want would love for you to maybe just introduce to um the people listening to this who you are who like tell me tell us a little bit about who Kristen is what a Mm. bit of your background is um what you currently do within the freedom system movement and what your vision is Woo! Yes, Dage. Thanks so much for that beautiful warm welcome and just oh, virtual hugs. I mean, we get to see each other quite often, so it's good. Um, thank you for having me on here. So yes, my name is Kristen Melbourne. I am based on the Sunshine Coast. I am originally from Melbourne, moved up here to have a better lifestyle beach, lifestyle, food, events, all the things that Queensland offers that Victoria doesn't (laughs) and um, about two years ago so Boxing Day 2020 was a big transformational pivotal time in which we can touch into and wherever this conversation goes but I about November 2021 Courtney and myself Courtney's my business partner another really fantastic friend she and I started a movement called, yes, the Freedom Sister Movement. And so we are very in alignment when it comes to women's empowerment and so is Deja. Women's empowerment, courage, feminine energy, masculine energy, finding your way as a woman in this world, being paid for it and authentically being you and showing up online, offline as that person and having then the people and the relationships around you that reflect all of that which is just beautiful. So at the Freedom Sister Movement, we do um, silent discos up and down the beaches of Sunshine Coast. And our plan is to travel more of Australia with these events. Also do lifestyle revolution coaching, which is quite a journey going within, looking at every area of your life. It is so important to acknowledge every area of your life. We'll also touch on that. And we also do a lot in the water space. So upgrading the frequency of homes with the best water on the planet when it comes to showering and what you're indulging, you want to make sure you're looking at water. We're 70% water in our body. We're water people on this planet. So we love the beach and that's why we dance on the beach. And so it's all just in sync, which I love. So a little bit before this journey though, back in Melbourne and Victoria, when we talk about victim consciousness, I come from a background of a lot of 
corporate roles. So assistant store manager of McDonald's, um, executive assistant of huge building companies and, you know, what working my way up the corporate ladder was really important to me because it gave me a sense of worthiness because I was a victim in some sense. Uh, it gave me a sense of achievement and it drove me a bit of motivation. So I grew up in a bit of a household of, let's just say it ended my parents' separation when I was around eight years old due to domestic violence. So there's stuff going on, you can imagine, in the background. Um, people couldn't work their stuff out, to put it simply, and then that led to a separation. So I was always really independent and grew up quite an achiever and wanting to yeah find my place in the world because it felt like I'd lost something really deep and heavy way back there and so that's where work came into it and a lot of women can resonate with just throw yourself into something that then makes you feel really worthy like work you go and spend a lot of time there you might not be in environments that really reflect the true you the beautiful essence that you have but you do it anyway because it gives you a sense of joy. It gives you a sense of, oh, I belong here. You know, sometimes we end up with false realities of friends. We've got these work colleagues and it's just all surface level and it's not the real deal until one day you sort of have a bit of a change. So that's me introducing myself, Dej. Where would you want to kick it off with? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> just heads up too. If you guys want any more information on the freedom system movement, I will pop all of Kristen and Courtney's links because they are a partnership in this business as well. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are listening to this and you're on the Sunshine Coast or you're in Brisbane or you're in the Gold Coast and you want to travel up to the Sunshine Coast to, for one <laughs> of the events, I have been to multiple of their events and they are absolutely incredible. Have been just simply like the thought of even just like putting on silent, like silent disco headphones in at the beach and dancing sounds sounded very silly to me when I first got introduced to it, but it's mm. crazy how much emotion can be moved through, how it can bring you more courage and confidence and release. And it's just magnificent. So um, yeah, just wanted to share that. I'll pop all the info in the show notes um, Thanks, as well. But coming back into transforming from victim consciousness, mm. I feel like we need to address what victim consciousness really is yes. and maybe even from sharing our own experience when we were in that too maybe that's where we could start of the sense that what did it kind of sound like look like yes. to be in victim consciousness what was that for you mm. so victim consciousness is where you to put it simply it's it's walking around on this planet and this happens a lot this is about 95 99 of the population it's like this thing outside of me has happened to me mm. it's happened to me this person's done this to me this person said this to me this person's caused me this and it's until you realize that this has happened for me that's ultimately in an umbrella in a nutshell and we can unpack it some more what victim consciousness is it's not realizing being in the observer seat or not being in this higher vibrational place where you understand that what your what's happening in your environment and what's happening in your circumference is actually what you have creatively called in yeah for a purpose for a reason you know if you want to 
you know, there's so much you can deep dive in when it comes to astrology and like human design things where you've got a soul blueprint, you know, these personality tests and things that you can do are blueprints of what your soul has wanted to incarnate in this lifetime. So you can learn lessons to then grow and move through that. So victim consciousness is really being unconscious or being unaware or just blatantly avoidant of the fact that you're consciously creating everything around you in order for you to grow. Yes. Yeah. And your inner world is reflective of your outer world, vice versa. And I, I was, I sense as well, like when I was in that victim consciousness, what I would hear inside of my mind was like, Oh my God, why is this happening to me? Why is this person talking about me behind my back? Why did they do that? Like, why, 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 why is all of this happening to me? So I resonate with that in the sense too. And also a lot of the time too, like we can't, like there's a lot of things that we can't control in our life, but there is also a lot of things that we can control and also take self-responsibility for. And I think that's also where a missing piece is with, victim consciousness because you are putting the blame on everything else outside of you rather than being like okay how can I take personal responsibility for this how can I shift how can I shift my perspective how can I rewire my subconscious how can I rewire my belief systems as well Mm -hmm. and I think too like I had this is kind of going a little bit off topic of victim consciousness but I I hear a lot too of some people who say, you know, I'm just out of alignment, like oh. isn't in alignment with me. And it's like, actually it is because it's in alignment with your subconscious. Yeah. So it's actually in alignment. You just don't consciously have seen that. So yeah. if, for example, if you keep attracting the same sort of guy towards you, if you keep yes. uh, staying like just literally you've changed jobs, but it's the same drama in that job, just a yeah. different role. Like you're not out of, it's not out of alignment. Mm-hmm. it's in alignment with your subconscious so this is when it's like shifting to realizing that you are the creator of everything in your life you are the one variable variable that can shift everything and change everything yes yeah it's oh this is really fantastic it's a fact it's sort of actually when you when it comes to that um not in alignment it's it's the avoidant piece It's the sort of disassociation. It's the not wanting to take responsibility, not wanting to grab the reins of your own life and being like, oh, okay, because it takes a lot of surrender. It takes a lot of trust. It takes a lot of vulnerability to just be like, oh, I created this. Can I swear on here? Yeah, so fun. I created this fuckery. But now I've got to go and fix it all up, you know, whether it's to do with relationships or the fact that you got zero or negative $200,000 in your bank account or the fact that you don't have a job that you really love. All these things would take full-blown responsibility, radical responsibility, mind you, radical responsibility and vulnerability to say, to either put your hand up and say, I need help or can somebody please give me some feedback or can someone please guide me in a different direction because this is how I'm feeling and I want to do something about it I want to change it yes yes and I think too like in the sense this is what helped me first sort of piece that kind of helped me shift a little bit out of victim consciousness out of the blame shame justify like um and just continuing these patterns and continuing to manifest these things I 
didn't consciously want, but subconsciously I thought, or something that happened from the past from childhood was continuing that cycle. And one thing that helped me was like, when I was in a situation or a a problem, I guess, too, I would ask myself to like, how can I, how can I find the resources for this? How can I ask for help to help me through this? How can I, how can I, because that actually shifts your brain rather than why, how, so then your brain actually starts to think of solutions. It starts to think of, oh my gosh, okay, maybe there is a different version of this reality or the different way I should I could look at this. Yeah. yeah the how can I piece has been so impactful for me to shift into even just becoming more solution focused rather than focusing on what was going wrong. In yes. Yeah. So being solution focused. So it'll take what Deja just said there is gold. So write that down, make a mental note, start to integrate that in your daily life. Maybe next time something happens at work, a bit of a challenge with a colleague or your boss or a client, just starting to think, okay, how can I shift the energy in this conversation or this situation? Or how can I do a little bit better? How can I just show up differently? you know, can I just arrive at work 15 minutes earlier? Is that, is that what's coming to mind? So just think of the little, how can I do this a little bit different? Cause that is a huge shift and a huge change in mindset. Now it, because our brain literally latches onto the negative emotions, well, negative in inverted commas, cause no emotions are good or bad. And that's a whole nother topic, <laughs> but <laughs> Um, which we're going to get to the end of this podcast and I'm going to tell everybody to throw everything out. I'm going to insert another side of the coin, but we'll just wait for that bit. So (laughs) stay around. Um, When it comes to, um, (laughs) I got too excited, I lost my train of thought. When it comes to the how to, yeah, start integrating that a little bit. Now, also, I'd love to share this with clients because even though school didn't teach us too much, it did give us quite some profound concepts to really anchor in with the brain oh that's what I was circling back to the brain latches on to yes negative emotions so you've got to be more optimistic and more positive in this lifetime it's about a three to one ratio so three positive emotions are positive perspectives on a situation that might have happened to you to the negative or the the fact that you've perceived something to be negative or challenging or um, an objection of some sort that's happened a rejection a rejection in your life you've got to then do three positive emotions or three good thoughts or three good memories really live it feel it breathe it to then compensate and combat that negative experience that you're experiencing now so with that being said you must lead with the how-tos and you know the positive emotions and then environment getting around things that reflect back to you really positive emotions make you feel good routines rituals all the things but another thing that I share with my clients and what we learned from schools, really basic concept, nothing profound, is the who, what, when, where, and why's. So the five, the five different questions. You know, when something happens or you feel like you're challenged in your lifetime, it's like, okay, who do I want to be in this moment? Or who do I want to show up as? Who do I need to be? Who do I need to step into? Tap into that higher self, higher consciousness. You know, who do I want to become? Also with the who, who do I want around me? Who do I have around me right now? Are, are they helping me? Are they? Can I leverage off them? Can I feel supported? Can I feel valued and heard? Do I feel seen with these people? Like who? Who? 
the what, you know, what do I want to do when it comes to career? You're not liking your job. You're not, you wanted to transform or go into something else. Well, what do I want to do? What is it that I want to create? Do I want to have like a side business? Deja and I have multiple streams of income going on. We're always creating projects. We're always leveraging off different things. We're being expansive. So what is it that I want to create? We all know that one stream of income is very outdated. You're never going to live on one stream of income. You'll survive, but you won't thrive. So, you know, what is it that I want to create in this lifetime? What is it that I want to create in work? Where? Where do I want to live? Where am I right now? Does this feel good? Do I love my home? Do I love where I'm living? Do I love my workplace that I drive to? This where, this where environment. It brings up a huge question around the environment that you live in. Are you in a share house? You know, do you have a family with kids and everybody's sharing rooms and you really want to have a bigger home and bringing that energy with your husband or your partner or being a single mom listening to this? You know, where, who, what, where, when? When do I want to create now? Things are done now. It's just your body needing to catch up, your physical presence, the thing, the universe transforming everything around you to happen now. But staying in that that when as if it has happened now, even if you don't physically see it or feel it, imagine it. Start getting creative and being in your imagination and your dream life right now because that will just innately pull you to show up differently. So you might dress a little bit better if that's important to you. You might do your hair for the first time in a while. You might just wake up 15 minutes earlier. You want to walk out, put your feet on the grass. There's so many things that we could go through, but that's for you to discover. So the when, getting it to happen now, and the why. So the why is so, so important for what you want to create. Like, why am I doing the things that I do? Why am I showing up at this job? What what does it mean for me? Why do I show up as a mother every single day? What does it mean for me? Why do I hang around these people? Why do I do this? What is your intention? So why is all around intention of life and what you want to live and create? So when, when you're thinking about victim consciousness, that does not happen in this sort of space, asking yourself and, and obviously how comes as the sixth one. When you're in this sort of space and you, you're incorporating these thoughts and getting your brain moving and you're doing this sort of training, the victimness, it just falls away because you understand that you're consciously creating, you're the master creator of your reality, you can shift things at any time, you can change your state of energy just with a click of a fingers, all of it. So it doesn't really exist in that realm. And you'll start to see things around you of being like, oh, these people really speak this language. Language is everything. Language gives you vibration and frequency at a certain level. So where are you tuning into I swear a little bit, yeah, because it's funny. It makes you laugh. It's humorous. So it's it's vibrating on this humor scale because I use it in different ways. But language is really important and tone. Mm. So these sorts of things don't exist in the realm of being a victim because you, you're ultimately owning who you are and starting to ask high-quality questions. So Deja and I talk a lot about high-quality questions equals a higher-quality life, and you just keep expanding that too. Yes. I think too, like with victim consciousness, when I look back to when I was in that state, Mm. it was definitely a form of survival mode. It was a form of fight or flight. It was also too sometimes used as a way, as a scapegoat in a way where, okay, well, I can't do this or 
that yeah. happening. So I can't do that. So it was almost used as a way to get me out of getting outside of my comfort zone in yeah. actually doing the things that I wanted to do. But I was like, oh, well, I can't because of this happened in my past or I can't do this because of this person or I'm stuck in this job. And I think too, because as children, we had this wild, have some wild imagination. Mm -hmm. We saw that we had endless possibilities, endless potential, and we were so courageous and so just brave and going for what we wanted. I see that as like when I was a child as well. And then over time through influences through maybe your parents or people that you between the ages of zero and eight maybe there was certain influences in that time frame where it affected you with going into that victim consciousness or maybe you had someone in your life who was in that victim consciousness like I'm I'm talking from my example as well like I love my mom however throughout my whole childhood and still a lot to this day however I how I perceive her is a lot different now because I've shifted some things within myself but I love her so much however for a very big period of my I would say even my whole childhood she that victim consciousness where she was in fight or flight survival mode and just why is everything happening to me oh I can't do this I can't do that um you know so she was constantly in this victim mindset and it got to the point where I was getting so frustrated I was around like my early 20s Mm. getting so frustrated with her because she was like always complaining and just constantly just in this shell of like no I can't do anything and just in freeze mode Mm. and didn't even want to like leave the house for certain things and there was so many things that just made me so angry towards her and it wasn't until I went to um, a personal development seminar called relationships in you which with um, MJB seminars and wasn't mm-hmm. until that point where they pointed out that what you most resent and resist within another person is because you're doing that exact same thing and yeah. that's what you're willing to love and own within yourself mm-hmm. and that's part of you that you are rejecting and that's why you're lashing out in someone else and being so triggered in that other person so it was a big like light bulb moment of like oh my god like I've been because I've not wanted to be her and not wanted to be that that victim consciousness and constantly playing the victim mm. I was doing that yeah it does and, yeah and it was just wild and then I also got shown to of more of a broader perspective on why she actually had to go into that place, why she had to go into that victim consciousness and why that was actually really vital for my own development and how many characteristics that brought up in me to develop and how much it's brought me to the place that I am today because of that experience. It's not, it wasn't a detriment to me. It wasn't something that I couldn't do certain things because having a mom like that, it was it actually enabled me to become everything that I need to be in this lifetime Mm. Mm. oh the feels like just full body soul bumps as you're talking that mic drop massively (laughs) it's um such a beautiful euphoric all the things like there's almost no words to describe that process that we do get to go through in that seminar because I've done the same as Dej and 
It's incredible. There's, there is no words to describe the feeling, except that you just get a glimpse and an understanding of what unconditional love really means. And, you know, there's people in the room, there's people that go through this to, to see the glimpse of unconditional love in the most, what we would call tragic and horrific experiences that a soul and a human can go through. And, you know, you can think of the worst of the worst, like all the things, the rape, the torture, you know, molestation from childhood, like serious, really extreme experiences. People find unconditional love and see that everything that had happened to them back there was perfect. And they, because of this process, they get to say, I would do it all over again. Now, let that sink in. Because getting to say I would do it all over again after maybe 10, 20, 30 years of carrying something around is pretty fucking huge Mm. for a human being to say. But that's the level that you want to experience and that you want to welcome in the unconditional love. So you can't feel one end of the scale, the happiness, the joy, the bliss, the fun, the unconditional, the enlightenment without being open to feeling the other end of the scale in this lifetime. So people are just too, yeah, focused on one side of, oh, I just want to feel happy, 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 all the time. And so when when their soul calls in the lessons and the challenges and things like this, it's just like the world is falling because the understanding, the unconsciousness around oh, I, I actually only can experience one emotion is there. So you need to be conscious about feeling all ends of the scale, all spectrums. You know, there's over like 3,000 named emotions that a human being can experience. And we go through something like 28 of them in a day, potentially. People say different things. There's all different information out there. But you'll notice that you do go through a lot of emotions. There's something good that you can write down or also incorporate in your week is maybe for a week or a day write down the emotions that you are feeling and track and see where you're at at the end of the week how how was I feeling all of this week like was I sitting around like you know victimhood or feeling like disappointed feeling um upset and sad and betrayed like things like this are we feeling that quite constantly because that gives you an indication of where you're subconsciously vibrating at and it's a choice at the end of the day so these things are choices and they we call in these experiences to help us transform and grow shift to a different vibration out of it and I want to tap into that about how it's all a choice because yeah what happened back there Mm. Of maybe it may have not been a choice for you. Maybe it was something that you couldn't choose, didn't have any control over whatsoever, especially in those situations of abuse or yeah. uh, whatever happened back there. But you do have a choice now in this moment of how you choose to move forward rather yeah. than fully just uh, tapping into that energy every time and going back into the, that memory and reliving it over and over again to experience a constant like, the pain, the fear, whatever it is, like actually being like, okay, well now that hasn't happened anymore. How can I see the beauty in that situation? How can I see that, how that has served me in some way? Maybe it's led you on a path to be an advocate 
for helping other people through what you went through. Like if you not, you wouldn't, didn't go through that, then you wouldn't be able to have that experience and have that, I guess, the ability to be able to help someone else through that. So maybe there's a bigger calling, there's a bigger purpose for you because of what happened back here. But from now, it's like you have that choice of how you choose to live, how you choose to feel, what you choose to do. And it really frustrates me too, especially in the context <laughs> like a career when people are like, oh, well, you know, this job pays the bills. I don't want to do it. I don't have a choice though because, you know, got to make a living. Mm. Like, you have a choice. Yeah. You have a choice. Like yeah. so many other possibilities out there, especially in this day and age, there is more ways to make money. There is more ways to have a business easily from home, from like, especially with the internet and in the mm-hmm. internet age, there is so many ways that you can get resources, that you can get help, that you can be able to shift everything completely yeah turn your current reality on its head and experience a completely different reality. That yeah. is all your choice. And that's why we're talking about shifting from victim consciousness and creator consciousness and victim consciousness may have served you for a time. Yes. Because I truly believe too, when we're still holding on to something, it's still because it's serving us in some way, whether that's with, um, I don't know if you're wanting to quit alcohol, maybe you're holding on to it for some other reason because there's a human need being met and there's mm-hmm. something there that you're still holding on to because it's still serving you in some other way. So I'm a big advocate as well for finding something that gives you that sort of same feeling or need, fulfill that same need yes. in another form, in another way that's a more healthy out. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah, shifting from victim conscious to creative conscious may take a bit of time because you've probably also been so exposed to that um, for a while that it could be take some unlearning to do. However, it can also happen like literally straight away. It's all up to you and what you choose and how long it takes, how long you choose that you want it to take. Because time is not even real. No. is a man-made concept. (laughs) Yeah, so you can completely <laughs> shift timelines whenever you like. Yes. You like it's the same thing of like, oh no, I need to save for like five years before I can actually have a house deposit. It's like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Who said it has to take that long? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And and that's it. Deja and I both have everything that we're speaking into today. Oh, we have our own limitations challenges blockages that are in our way but the the powerful thing is is the acknowledgement around okay this is where I'm getting connection from like what Deja would say if some if somebody's like a raging alcoholic out of the six human needs they might be getting connection through that alcohol experience and until they realize oh I can transform this they'll just keep going through that pattern because it's the way they get connection and that connection could be just with them Through the alcohol, it allows them to drop things down, they feel emotions, and they get connected. It's as simple as that. It's about really just shifting their patterns to have a different addiction. Addictions can be good and bad. Having a different addiction or a different habit, different ritual that replaces that, that still brings you connection. So that's as simple as it gets. But um, being of, I forgot where I was going to go there, that's fine. (laughs) 
I wanted to talk a little bit for us to talk a little bit about what creator consciousness looks like because we spent some time in the victim consciousness and how, and we could go for hours. Honestly, you could ask us a thousand questions about things. We could go for hours and give so many examples of how that looks. Uh, But the important thing to really take away from that is it is just choice. You get to shift when, where, and however you like and with whoever you want around you. And it's so important to reach out, put your hand up, surrender, have trust and go all in and make that conscious choice. Um, But when it comes to creative consciousness and what that looks like to open up, it, it starts with, yeah, changing your environment, changing your surroundings and the first step being awareness. And then the second step's all around embodiment and, you know, who do you start to show up as? How do you eat? How do you dress? How do you look? as this transformed person, like how do, how do you want to step into something and living that now? And then it'll go to, well, what sort, what sort of way do you want to put service onto the planet? Because we are all the same in the fact that we are here to serve. We have this just innate feeling and calling within us that we want to help others. You know, you ask anybody, ultimately you strip everything away and they're just like, I just want to like, be connected and help people and help others or help animals or help the planet or whatever because that's just love and so you start to then tap into whatever that could be for you creative possibilities around business around how you want to serve at your job around being like a leader or training people you might love training new people that come on board with your role like you just start serving at a higher level and being at a higher vibration and you start to bring different energy to your family even being a mom you just start to show up in different ways for your children and we all know children don't do as you say they do as you do so when when parents live through children (laughs) that's that's not going to happen it's not going to work you're going to just create all these things the child then will learn lessons about and go and and make conscious choices about how they're going to break that cycle down ultimately conscious parenting is all around you as a parent just on your life because then you're enabling the child to do the same and that's all it is about there's so much we can go into with that i'm sure we will Dej, at a later date but consciously then just being a creative and that really can look like anything. I mean, for you, Dej, what do you, what did that look like for you even now? Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny too, because I used to think like being a creator, creative was something that, you know, because my sister's very artistic and like she draws is. and paints. And I'm like, well, I'm not that expression of like creativity. So yeah. I, there was a lot of times where I would doubt my own creativity and how I could be a creator there was also a big shift I had recently actually where I didn't I had this belief that I didn't think I was innovative and I don't know something just shifted in me and I started just coming up like opening up my space and my mind into that creative consciousness energy more so and then I started to realize I am innovative and there's a really cool book actually called Big Magic all about becoming a creative and she talks about this one story where she ended up having a drop-in of an idea come through of a book and Mm. she ended up being like, I don't know where this idea came from. I don't know, like, but I just need to take action on it. I just know that. And she wrote the book and she got it printed and all of that. And then um, I'm pretty sure this is the right story. I hope I'm quoting it right. But she (laughs) had a friend who was like, I literally had that idea like 
a few years ago or whatever when it was she's like I had the idea but I didn't take action on it so it's very interesting how there's certain ideas in conscious collective consciousness or higher consciousness whatever you choose to believe in yeah Um, there's definitely other things that need to be birthed I feel like through certain vessels for which is through us so that's why I'm a big uh I guess advocate too of like taking time to be still with yourself journaling so then you give yourself that time for to open yourself up to creative consciousness and you allow drop-ins to come through and you don't first allow that belief to come up of like oh no but I can't do that and just completely shut it down because then it will just go to the next person and it's coming to you for a reason because you have everything that you need. You have everything that you already need within you, the tools, everything that to be able to bring this idea to life. And I think that's something that I see as like a creator, creative consciousness and creativity can mean anything. You're creator of everything and anything that is in this life. Like if you are, I'm trying to think of like even just something else that's like creative. and you're creative like you have to like you know so creativity is everything I believe what about it, it is it is it, you know be like I always say this be like nature you go out there and watch nature tree gets cut down branch gets cut off falls off you do a garden bed flowers grow whatever it is you'll observe nature just no matter what happens to it it just keeps growing. It just keeps going, just keeps going. And it has its own cycle. It has its own energy. It has its own ecosystem that it runs by and own consciousness. It doesn't matter what happens to it. It just is on a mission and it goes forward. So this, we're part of nature. That is our innate potential, our innate intelligence, our innate energy. So this, I always say this as well. I say so many things. <laughs> I always say this <laughs> Kristen does say a little bit. Well, as you can see, this podcast podcast goes very fast. (laughs) Is is I believe, and I share this with clients, is this lifetime is just a remembrance. So there's nothing brand new in this lifetime. There's nothing um, profound. There's nothing, it seems profound when we learn it, but it's actually just a remembering. And so it's important for you to, yeah, you're unpacking. It's like an onion with layers. We've all heard Shrek talk about it. You're unpacking that onion just to remember who you are again and remember where you came from. Quite literally, Deja and I learned this, when you are birthed into this lifetime, there is a hormone chemical reaction in the brain that's released as you're exiting through the birth canal. I can't remember if it's happening when it, I I would assume that it happens when you come out of a C-section, I would say so, because it's just the same concept. But you're literally, this amnesia chemical reaction happens in the brain as you come out. We are literally programmed and wired physiologically to forget whatever the fuck happened beforehand as we enter into this universe. Like if that's not giving you soul bumps and creepy weird vibes, I don't know what can. (laughs) It's incredible. So this remembering is really true in this lifetime, just lessons, blessings, all the things just to find out who you really are and who you are showing up in this lifetime. And just on that topic, going back to what Deja said, really want to leave you with this wherever we wrap up, but um, how Deja talked about 
you're having experiences that might be traumatic or challenging. And she touched on very lightly about what it summons in you. So what qualities and attributes and skills does it bring forth? Like, you know, something happened to me and then I ended up being a really strong person or really independent, or I was able to then speak my truth, finding, you know, looking back at your challenges and things that have happened to you and actually maybe writing down a little list of 10 things of, okay, this experience happened. What are 10 things I actually gained from it? You know, this person did this to me. Use that language. That's fine to invoke and get yourself thinking, but then write a list of what were the skills? What were the attributes? What were the personality or or the quality bits that I actually got from that? I gained. So what did I gain? And write that down because that is also profound for you realizing, oh my God, everything is in alignment. These things happen to, like for me, really. You can feel it. Yes. And doing that too also builds on your self-worth because then you actually see, wow, I actually have so many skills and characteristics and attributes that I didn't see before. And how can I use those skills, characteristics, attributes and my experience to be able to shift into a business idea or to shift into maybe it's like starting like retreats or events or like whatever it is for you like looking at that and being like well how does this actually connect to what I'm here for like what is how is this connected to my mission and what I'm here to do my purpose I truly believe we may we have multiple purposes in this life I don't believe that you have one true purpose because there's so many versions of us over over the years that we shift into yeah. that purpose um in like after I finished high school for a few years was to be an educator in childcare that was my purpose then however now my purpose like now is has transformed and is different now too so I'm a big believer that your purpose shifts and changes it's your mission is what matters a lot more because that's like sets the tone and foundation of what you are here to do without putting a label on of this is my purpose and I can only go down this path okay I can different I'm open to different paths opening up and wherever it takes me and having that vision of what you want to create but still being open to different doors opening and different opportunities opened as well and if you constantly I see victim consciousness as constantly like closing a door on opportunities. You're constantly closing a door on opportunities on love on like people who you actually are meant to be around too. So starting to shift from that into creative conscious is so powerful and who you actually start to attract in what opportunities come your way as well. Yeah. I feel like we should definitely wrap it up here. I'm definitely going to get Kristen on the podcast again because we could. We always have conversations like this and then I'm like, oh, we need to just record the podcast like every yeah. time we catch up and talk because we want <laughs> to talk about something just so deep and yeah. so, like just on like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, zoom, we just go <laughs> up in there on yeah. a multiple trains, um, left the station, <laughs> different conversations. <laughs> but I wanted to kind of leave you guys with this too because I – just, mm. just like a little funny piece and I just I heard it the other day and I was like yeah true like because we are a part of nature we yeah. are just as humans just like complicated plants really we just <laughs> need really good water we need sunlight need compliments <laughs> good comment, like good language to us literally yeah. like complicated house plants <laughs> complicated house I love that we really are 
We really yeah. are complicated. Yeah. Complex <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh, so good. Well, um, we'll wrap it up there. And if you guys have really loved this episode, please message myself, Kristen, or it would we really appreciate you if you shared this on your socials yeah. um, and tagged us to your pop our uh, tags below and where to tag us, how to tag us, and yeah, share this episode so more people can hear this. But Kristen, do you want to share anything with anyone of where they can find you or what other events that you have coming up or any other offers that you have that people can connect with you more on? Thanks, gorgeous. Yeah, so I have my personal Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, so come and connect with me on there, just Kristen Melbourne, C-R-I-S-T-I-N and Melbourne, just like the city. Um, and we have our freedom, the Freedom System Movement Instagram and Facebook page as well, and we run, yeah, sunset and sunrise events on the Sunshine Coast predominantly, so you can go and check those out. Um, and we also have a really incredible discovery process that you can go through to gain more clarity and vision inside of yourself, which is just 49 US dollars. So lots of love. I look forward to connecting with you guys. And like Dave said, yeah, drop in any questions, anything that you felt a bit challenged by or um, you felt like really excited about and you want to celebrate it about yourself, share those wins and losses and challenges with Dej and I and just ask any questions on anything we did touch in because if you don't ask, you don't receive. Yes, love that. Amazing. Thank you for jumping on, Kristen. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it served you today and I hope you got some delicious value from it. And if you did love it, please share this on your socials and make sure to tag me at the divine underscore discovery and connect with me further on there. I always love to receive messages and I would love to hear your takeaways from either one of these episodes on the podcast. And make sure you check the show notes below to make sure you don't miss out on any links for what we spoke about in this episode and also for any other links to find out more information about how to work with me, my services and my offerings. Have a beautiful divine day, lovelies.